Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about dopamine, our favorite thing in the world, right? But we're going to talk about it because I'm pretty sure we're all experiencing this. Maybe not all at the same time, but at some point, you either have experienced it or one day you will. I definitely can say that I have experienced this. And now that I've experienced it, I try my best not to go through this all the time because it's not very fun. And it's really harmful for us, not only for our mental health, but also just being able to sit down and work and move our lives forward in the direction of our goals. If you guys remember previous episodes, I was talking a lot about focusing and doing deep work. I dove into all kinds of books to learn about being able to sit down and focus because I started noticing like it was really hard to sit down and do work. It was really hard to sit down and focus on a task for a certain amount of time. Even like two hours seemed like a full day. And obviously, when you're creating content, when you're running a business, when you're creating programs, uh, that doesn't work, <laughs> right? That does not work. You have to be able to sit down and concentrate and focus and be able to dive deep into your work so that you can create something amazing or else you're going to be feeling stuck and you're not going to knock things out of your to-do list. You're not going to grow your business. I mean, it's going to be pretty intense. And so I learned so much about dopamine overload and how it affects your brain, how it affects your motivation and just keeps you stuck. That now I'm always like hyper aware of like, okay, wait, let me take some breaks. This is also too where my whole social media thing came in. There's a million reasons why I took a step back on how I was using social media for my business. And this is one of them. It was because you get a huge dopamine overload when you're on social media. That is how they're creating these apps, right? The way that they throw content at us and how fast it's coming. Girl, our brains are not, I mean, like our brains are powerful and can do amazing things, but they're not wired for us to be able to handle that much. And so then what happens is your brain just becomes frazzled. You're in a constant like distraction mode. You can't focus, you can't concentrate, and it just doesn't work. And so I want to talk to you about how you can retrain your brain, give you a couple tips. Now, I'm not an expert, obviously, on brain. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a neuroscientist. Like, I'm just a normal person who's realized that if I'm not careful in how I'm consuming information, how much time I'm spending online, what information I'm bringing in, if I'm not careful and I don't limit that stuff, I can fall into the dopamine overload. And it is kind of crazy. It just, you're done with. Like once you hit that, you're just done with. You're not gonna be able to get out of it until you force yourself. And I say force because once we are in it, you know, it's hard to try to go back, but it's doable. It's just gonna challenge you. It's gonna feel uncomfortable because we love dopamine. We're just in that life. Like we're in that place in the world where it's all around us. It's what our brains love. And we're always looking for it because we have come so accustomed to not being able to just sit down and be bored. That's 
That's really the reality. And the thing that fixes it is, girl, sit down and be bored. Be okay with bored. Become friends with it. Embrace it. Do nothing. Don't give in to needing a hit of dopamine. It is like a drug. It is honestly like a drug. If you go into it and you start studying about it, you're going to realize that it's actually like a drug. You know, people, they make such huge deals about drugs because obviously they are a big deal and how they can destroy your life and the addiction behind them. But we don't think like that when we're thinking about our phones or we're thinking about, you know, scrolling online. We're not thinking about that when it comes to dopamine in that sense. But it is like a drug and it's just as harmful. And the craziest thing is because we don't think of it as like drugs or alcohol or anything like that, those type of addictions, we don't pay attention until we're in it or it's too late and you're just struggling. And so it's really important that we do pay attention to it because it is just like if you were addicted to drugs or anything else. And one of the things that I realized when I was going through this and I was learning about it and I realized like social media and my phone, those are things that it's just horrible. This is why a lot of us are experiencing this, but we're also in a place where it's like, are you really going to leave social media? Are you really going to get rid of your smartphone and get a dumb phone? Are you really going to completely change things like that? And although you can, although a lot of people actually are doing these things and taking these drastic measures because they have realized how these things have impacted their lives in a negative way that they're just done with. They're like, no, I am taking care of myself. I'm disconnecting from everything. I don't need everything in my face. I'm changing my phone and they just live their lives and take space away from this stuff. It's totally doable. But for some people, they're like, okay, no, I can implement some boundaries and try some different things. And here's the thing that I want to be very real with you that, you know, I've seen it. People have shared this, but it's not as popular as all of the videos that tell you take a 30 day social media break or take the weekends off or delete the app from your phone and give yourself a break from being, you know, on your phone or on social. But here is the thing that I learned. Okay. And this is where, again, when I was evaluating my social media for my business, I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? Because I don't want to be on social. I don't want to spend my time doing that. I want to give my brain a break to enjoy life. Because when I did take like a two week break where I did not grab my phone, I wasn't anywhere online. I just gave myself a break. I'm going to tell you, I did feel a big difference. It was like, it was like a whole different world. My brain was so happy. It was a whole different world. I was so creative. I was so on it. It was amazing. And then it went away as soon as I went back online. And that's what I want to tell you is we don't think of this stuff the way we think of other addictions, but that is exactly how it works, unfortunately. So even for us that decide, you know what, I'm not going to completely get off of it, but I am going to set boundaries. You have to understand that when you're making that decision, if you want to completely never, ever experience a dopamine overload and you already struggle with being online a little bit, you go in there for five minutes, but then you get stuck. If you haven't gotten down those routines and it's winning, your options probably are either completely get off of it or understand that no boundary you set is 100% solid proof because it's kind of like if someone is a drug addict or an alcoholic and they go to rehab and they get better and then later they come on and go, okay, so I'm not going to drink every single day. I'm not going to take drugs every single day. I'll just do it once a month with my friends. That shit don't work that way, right? They have to completely change their entire lives. They have to not only get help and go to rehab, but they also have to stop hanging out with the same people. They have to not be around people who drink. 
which is really hard because if you're somebody who's addicted and then you're married to somebody who's also an addict, these people have to completely change their lives. Well, it is the same thing when we think about our addictions to our phones and social media and the constant dopamine overload. It's the same thing, you guys. And that is one thing that I learned and I realized, oh, this is why taking breaks never helps, really, because I'm taking breaks thinking, okay, I just need a break. I get off of it, but then I come back and guess what? As smart as I am and as much credit I give myself, one thing I will tell you is we are human and there is no way we're going to beat a computer that is programmed, intentionally programmed to do this to us, to get us addicted, to click on the thing, to scroll. It's just, girl, it's like you trying to go against the Terminator, okay? So one of the things that I recognized that was what was keeping me in that loop of constantly being on it and then needing breaks was that I was using social media as my main source for my business. And I realized that no matter how many boundaries I put on there, because there's an algorithm you have to please, you have to spend time in there. And that was, again, I have a million reasons, but one of the reasons why I said, okay, The podcast is going to be my main focus for my business. And I am going to have my social just for a place to connect with people, to build my community, to share things and for people to get to know me on a personal level as well. But I'm not there all day, every day. And because I don't use it anymore as my main business marketing strategy, that's not the platform that I use for that. I talk about my business. I share things. Absolutely. Why not? Right. Just put content out there and let it go. But I'm not obsessed about the numbers and how many followers and did it do good? Is this video getting traction? Like, no, girl, we're putting it out and we're moving on. And I let go of, okay, what does the algorithm want today? What's the trend? What's this? Because when you do that, no matter how good good you get. The reality is you're going to have to spend a whole lot of time in the apps and you're going to have this problem where you're going to have constant dopamine overload and you're going to lose your creativity. You're going to get stuck. You're going to notice it in your energy because that's what happens when your brain is fried. You're not going to be able to function. So let me give you some things, if you are experiencing this, that you can do to help you fight against dopamine overload and retrain your brain so that it doesn't need it as much. You're always going to get a dopamine hit from all kinds of things. You can get a dopamine hit from hanging out with your kids. You can get a dopamine hit from things that you really enjoy that are outdoors. You can get a dopamine hit from sex. I'd rather pick one of those other ones than to get it from scrolling and watching random strangers online. So... Let me give you a couple of things that you can do so that you can get back into being yourself who doesn't need all the dopamine that comes, the quick hits that come from being on your phone or social media and give yourself a break. I already said number one, which is boredom. You need to allow yourself to get bored. It's uncomfortable. We do not like to be bored. I actually enjoy it now, but you do have to allow yourself to get bored. This is why I started reading a lot of different books. I used to always read certain types of books and I realized like, well, if I have extra time and I don't want to read like a self-help or a personal development book or anything that has to do with like work and learning, I want something fun. I brought back fiction books because It's kind of like watching TV and I'm not a big fan of watching too much TV. And so 
Books for me just helps me disconnect. I'm entertained a little bit, but not too much. And you know, you actually need patience to sit down and read a book. You really do. It's uncomfortable if you're not used to it and you try to do it. It is uncomfortable because you're just trying to hurry through it because we're so used to these three second, five second, seven second videos that we just watch and scroll, right? It's a whole different playing field when you're sitting down to read a book, but it's so amazing. And you're going to notice that you're entertained a little bit, you're having fun, and you're not feeling overwhelmed. So find whether it's reading or you're going out on a walk without your phone. That's another way to do it is go and take a walk without your phone. When you have moments where your brain is like, nope, I need something. I need some type of entertainment. That's where the magic happens. As soon as you feel that, ignore it. Do not give in and scroll or pick up your phone. Just even look at the screen. You have to completely force yourself to go, no, I am noticing that I'm bored. My brain is like, hey, entertain me. It can be fine. Give it a minute. Don't give in. And then what ends up happening is you start training your brain to know that only because it triggers you to pick something up because it needs a dopamine hit, it doesn't mean that it's going to get it. And the more you do it, the more that you get better at it and the less pressure you feel when that situation comes up again. You know, a good analogy that I use with this also is if you're a mom, think of your kid when you're raising your kid and they're very young, right, where they're learning how to manipulate you. When they go to the store and they ask for a toy and you say no, and then they start crying, if you give in, what happens? That baby knows that next time they go to the store, if you say no, all they have to do is throw a temper tantrum. So you have to go no and stick to your guns and not give them that toy to teach them that you can throw a temper tantrum all you want. I'm still not going to give you the toy. And then they stop at some point. They realize like, okay, this isn't working. But if you give in, you're going to have a screaming child at the grocery store every single day that you go because they want a toy or a snack or this. Girl, think of your brain as a toddler that's throwing a tantrum, wants a dopamine hit, and you're just like, no. Another thing that I did that really worked is just stop carrying my phone with me, not in my pocket, just leave it, which was the funniest thing because my husband would text me and then he'll be like, hello, are you there? And I had to let him know, listen, I am not carrying my phone around the house everywhere I go. So there are going to be times you're going to call me or text me and I'm not going to know because I don't have my phone on me. And so I had to let my family know this is what's going on and y'all just going to have to deal with it. But listen, I'm not carrying this thing around me because it was driving me crazy. And so I just leave it, leave it upstairs, plugged in, leave it in, you know, a table by the door. And if you need to send somebody a message or if you need to check to see if you got a message, go, don't unplug it from where it's at. Just use it, do what you need to do, put it back down and walk away. Because when you carry it, it's just creating a bad habit. And how many of us pick up our phone just to look at it? Literally, even if you don't get a text or an email or anything, we're literally picking up our phones hundreds and hundreds of times in a day just to look at it when no one is even calling or texting us. And then a couple of things that you can do to help improve the focus that you bring when you're sitting down to work. Here is one of them. When you're going through this, sitting down and going, okay, I'm going to work for an hour, probably not going to happen, girl, because your brain is just like dopamine. I need dopamine. What do you mean we're going to sit here for an hour? And so you have to start small again. So give yourself 20 minutes and go, okay, for 20 minutes, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work on this newsletter or I'm going to work on this course. And then you do that for like a week right? And you get used to it. So then you add 10 more minutes and then you add 10 more minutes until you can work a solid hour, maybe two without interruptions, deep focus, getting work done. 
That is how you train yourself up again. Another thing that I have noticed that I've kind of been doing too is switching up where I work from because I realize that it helps me to change the area that I'm in. Sometimes I'm in my office and I'm able to work, but sometimes I'm distracted there. I'm seeing other things. Sometimes if you're home and you're looking around and you're like, okay, well, I need to sit down and work on this training that I'm going to do. And I also have laundry that I need to do for myself, the kids' rooms. I have dishes in the sink. I also have to figure out dinner. Girl, working from home sometimes, it can be distracting. And so you have to go out and pick a different place, whether that is a coffee shop, which I'm not a big fan of coffee shops. I tried it years ago, but what I found is I'm just sitting there drinking my coffee, having my snack and looking around and starting conversations or it's distracting because it's noisy. And so I thought maybe I should try that again because that was years ago. Maybe I should try it again and just take my headphones. This is something I do also to focus when I sit down. When I'm at home and there are distractions, I put my headphones on and I have the Beats the big giant ones that cover your whole ear and it just removes all the noise. And I play some type of relaxation, lo-fi type of music so that I can focus. I can't play anything with words because then I start dancing and singing and stuff. It has to be just the tune of the music. And I just play that very softly, but it zones out all the noise. So even if my husband's home and the kids are home and the dog is barking, I can disconnect because that's all I hear and I'm able to focus and it's also relaxing. And so it just works perfectly. So if you are home and you're like, Jeanette, I don't like going to coffee shops or I don't want to leave. I'd rather be home in my office, but I just can't focus. Try music. Try that type of music because it really helps and your brain does like music. But if you are at home and you're like, no, I need another space, that's very common. Some people actually even rent, which I know this is probably doing too much for some of you depending on your budget, but some people rent office space somewhere else. They go out and they rent an office space and they work there. You can rent it for a certain amount of time. You can go every day. Or if you're like, okay, for the next month, I have to complete this project. You can rent it for a month and that's where you go. And it just helps your brain switch from one thing to another. So you could be home and your mom, you're taking care of the home, you're washing, you're cleaning, and then you can go, okay, now I got to go work. Well, girl, when we're sitting here cleaning and then all of a sudden, five seconds later, we're like, okay, dishes are done. Let me go sit down and work. Uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to go from cleaning, being a mom, being a wife, doing your own personal things to now all of a sudden putting on your high heels and stepping into your entrepreneur girl boss moment and sit down and work. Sometimes it's not going to work that way. Sometimes you're like sitting there and you're still thinking about all the other things you have to do in your personal life. And so when you have a different space, what ends up happening is your brain switches a lot easier. And so you go from one role that you play into your entrepreneurship. You're going to work and sit down and work on this project role. And so it just helps your brain switch. So if you need a new space, either rent one or go to a coffee shop, take some headphones, play some music or sit somewhere different in your house. If you usually work in the kitchen table, go in the backyard in the patio or go in your office or go somewhere else in your home and just put some music on so that you don't hear the family and switch the area that you're working in. I know sometimes putting this stuff together can be hard because you're just like, I don't even know. I don't know where to start. Girl, I have clarity calls that I open some spots for. If you want to jump on a clarity call with me and we can plan out what this is going to look like for you, just go ahead and schedule one. We can knock this out in one session. All right. That is what I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. 
You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.